Welcome, Daf Hay of Likotei Torah, Sefer Vayikra, and we're starting from Ois Dalad. It's in the middle of a mimer about uh, how learning of uh, Kabbalah and Hasidus relates to salt, and uh, let's begin. So now we can understand that the uh, the level of learning Torah where the person is uh, intellectually involved and his intellect becomes one with Hashem's intellect. So that is the outer facade and inside the essence of his soul is connecting with the essence of Hashem, with Erin Sof, Hashem's unlimited light. And this happens when we learn Nigla, when we learn the revealed part of Torah, which uh, instructs us on how to interact with this world, what is kosher, what is invalid, what is pure, what is impure, etc. And uh, in those physical items which we deal with when we learn halacha and, and gemara, inside that is Hashem's wisdom, the chachma of the highest world of Atzillus, and inside that is Erin Saif, Hashem's pure, unlimited light that comes all the way down into physical things in order that the person who learns that halacha will uh, will grasp, uh, in, intellectually grasp the uh, idea behind it. And since it's talking about physical things, he'll be able to grasp the idea behind it. It's something that he relates to and through that bond in a very deep way uh, with, uh, with the uh, halacha, and since this is uh, his, this is Hashem's uh, chokhmah, and it's one with Hashem, so the person learning that halacha becomes one with Hashem as well. By contrast, when learning Kabbalah, because uh, here it's discussing spiritual matters from higher worlds and uh, angels and the different levels of Ganadin, so the person who learns learns that and he learns about the order of the chain of uh, of evolution of the uh, godly lights so he doesn't comprehend it properly he only knows what he's being told but he doesn't actually understand it as something within his experience and uh therefore it's not as great a level of bonding as when he's learning about halachas like public domain and private domain, which are things he clearly understands. And therefore, when uh, th- when a person uh, learns Kabbalah, the degree of bonding with Hashem is uh, is less. It's only he only knows the facts without without really understanding it uh, in a sort of uh, way that it really he can really take it in that's the meaning of the statement in preates chayim that kabbalah is in the world of atzillus whereas gemara uh, is in the world of bria uh, mishnah and the next world down in yetzirah and then tanakh the uh, scri- scriptures is in uh, uh, the world of asiyah what do we mean by this atzillus is the highest world asiyah is the lowest world are we saying that uh, that the Tanakh is the lowest spiritually, it's only in the world of Asiya, whereas Mishnah is higher and then Gemara is higher still and then Kabbalah is higher still. Is Tanakh really the lowest? It's the source of everything. And that's actually the word of Hashem. 
But what we mean is that in with Tanakh, it it descended all the way down to Asiya, to the physical world. And that's why with Tanakh, the main thing is just to uh, to uh, write the letters and the, properly. And when we're learning, the main thing is simply saying the word, the holy words. And it's not really about... Uh, doesn't always come into understanding and sometimes we can't even say the words because uh say everything because uh in the written Torah and the tanakh you have the words that you you can pronounce and then you have the crowns above the letters that they're there and they're important but we can't even pronounce it they're just there and then when we move on to mishnah and gemara so in the world of yitzir yitzir so there we understand it fully and then Kabbalah and the world of Atsilus, because it doesn't descend at all, it stays in Atsilus and therefore stays uh, beyond us. And uh, so, so, so based on this, the main learning is Niglas, is the Halacha and Gemara, Mishnah and Gemara. Uh, because that's what we really understand and bond Hashem, bond with Hashem. So if so, how come in so many Svarim it speaks so much about how great learning of Kabbalah is? And it talks about this in Zayar and uh, Eitz Chaim and Shalah and Reish Chachma. So what's so special if we don't understand it properly and therefore we don't bond properly? We don't really internalize this connection. So to, before explaining that question, we will first uh, discuss what the Gemara says in Kedushin, that you're meant to learn one-third Mikra, so one-third Tanakh, one-third Mishnah, and one-third Gemara. So learning of uh, Tanakh is very different from Mishnah and Gemara. And like we said, that with Tanakh, uh, you don't need, the understanding is not even always there and not as important. The main thing is the, saying the words. Un, unlike with learning of uh, Halacha, Gemara, Mishnah, there the main thing is understanding. Yes, you should also pronounce the words, but the main thing is the understanding. Without that, you're not considered to have learned. On the other hand, with Tanakh, even if you just say the words without understanding, you're still learning Torah. And that's why even a simpleton who's not able to learn Torah still says the bracha, the blessing on uh, the on uh, thank you Hashem for giving us the Torah each day and and for the ability to learn Torah because he can learn Torah through reading psukim. And uh, now in in Paradis it says that even. Uh, someone who uh, who can't put the words together still, if he's involved in uh, reading Tanakh, so he is still rewarded. And on the contrary, when someone learns Torah in order to learn information because it's like a history book, then he's actually learning at a not not at a good level. And 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 hopefully, and he said, and part is. Paradis says that hopefully he won't actually lose out from this. It's actually better if he would just be reading the words and learning Torah for history or archaeology or, or whatever other reason. So, uh, so, so we need to understand this. Why is there this difference in learning Torah, whether understanding is important or not? So the explanation is because the oral Torah comes out that comes out of the written Torah. So. Uh, it's it's there to tell us 
to instruct us in what to do. It's when Hashem's light encloses itself in uh, Chachma, in uh, uh, wisdom. It starts off with the highest level of Chachma, Chachma Vatsilos, and then goes down to Chachma Tata, the lower level of Chachma, then descends through the Chachma of each world until it comes into the practical Allah. But then there are other parts that don't come down. We don't understand the spiritual meaning of all the travails of Yosef necessarily and going down into Egypt and Potiphar. Like the Rambam says that there's no difference in the holiness of the Pasuk talking about the descendants of Ham, the cursed son of Noach, uh, or the uh, wife of uh, the prince of Edom, or, or the Pelegesh of the concubine of Esau. All of those verses are at the same spiritual level of Anoichi Hashem Lekecha, where Hashem says at the beginning of the Aseris Adibris, I am Hashem your God, or Shema Yisrael, talking about Hashem's oneness, because really the whole Torah is from Hashem and it's all equally holy. So, uh, so when uh, the, the uh, this uh, Torah comes from uh, from Hashem's uh, unlimited light, if we don't understand it or we don't uh, appreciate the holiness, that's because it's so high that it can't come down into our understanding. And that's why when we learn Psukim, the main thing is simply reading the words because the fact that it came down so low to just reading words, it's because it's so high, it's it's beyond us. And therefore it stays holy. It, it might not be in Chachman wisdom, but it's in Keser, the crown, which is beyond uh, Chachman. Because Torah, it says uh, in, in Zayar that Torah comes out of Chachma, which means that Torah really is beyond Chachma. It only comes out of Chachma. And therefore, the part of Torah which comes into uh, logic and, uh, and rationale is only a ray of Torah that comes through contract, uh, contractions in order to be limited in its understanding. But the essence of Torah, which is in Keser and the crown uh, beyond Spheris and beyond uh, Chachma, that can't come into Chachma, into wisdom. But still, it can come into the words of the written Torah and that's why uh, the written Torah, the Tanakh, is called Mikra. The word Mikra means that we're calling out and bringing down, we're calling out Hashem's unlimited light to bring it down into uh, this world, even uh, the part which is totally, Hashem's unlimited light, which is totally beyond us. And we can't understand it. And look elsewhere where we discuss how the words of Torah is higher than the understanding of Torah. And this is similar to a crown made of precious stones. So stones are only inanimate, which are far lower than the person, but still the precious stones are very precious and they sit above uh, the head as part of the crown. And that's the letters of Torah where we don't understand that they're only inanimate, but still they're precious stones in the crown above the head. Like it says that the entire Torah is really names of Hashem, and uh, like the uh, state, the statement of Chazal that the uh, stories and conversations of the servants of our forefathers is greater than the Torah of the children, because the Torah of the children came is what comes into Chochman into understanding, whereas the stories of the forf- of the servants of the forefathers even is the the uh, Torah which is beyond understanding, meaning meaning it's Hashem's unlimited light itself. And that's why the Torah spends so much time on stories like the story of Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, 
more than it discusses the details of many halachas or the story of Yosef being uh, sent into slavery in Egypt. So the main thing here is the words and that, and uh, that's why uh, the, when, when, a, like we said before, simpleton over the page, when a simpleton uh, learns uh, the Torah, he reads the words, he's accomplishing something great. Uh, on the other hand, with the oral Torah, you have to specifically understand it. Uh, because Now, when the Gemara says you should learn one-third uh, of your time Tanakh, that includes also the Agadis, the Altrebus says, the uh, Agadic uh, interpretations and stories and lessons on the uh, verses of Tanakh. Uh, because, first of all, there are explanations on Tanakh, and secondly, there the whole style is to touch the soul rather than to uh, touch the minds. It's not really something that we are about understanding. It's about just the holiness of the soul. Similarly, learning the inner parts of Torah and Kabbalah is also part of the one-third Tanakh, because with Kabbalah too, it's not about understanding. It's about the holiness. So we, we don't fully understand it. We're just learning facts without really being there because it's beyond our world. Uh, unlike with learning halacha, Gemara, where that is to, where it talks about things that we do relate to. It talks about physical fruit and physical business and physical people. It's all things we understand. Whereas when we learn about Hishalshlis, the chain of spiritual worlds, we only learn about the facts without uh, actually ex- understanding it because it's beyond our experience. But it's still very great. Actually, the fact that we don't understand it properly is because it's like Tanakh, which is Hashem's pure light, above uh, coming into intellect. Now in Sayar, it talks about the three... Uh, things that are all connected together, Hashem, the Torah, and the Yidden. And uh, they each of them have the inner part, the inner concealed part, and the outer revealed part. So the outer revealed part of Torah is the medium which connects the outer part of Hashem with the outer part of the Yidden. Whereas the inner part of Torah connects the inner part of Hashem, Hashem's unlimited light, with the inner part of our souls. And and uh, this is similar to uh, to discuss how we just say that this uh, on the pasuk chasti Hashem kilei samno that there are two levels of chesed, two levels of kindness. So similarly, there's always the internal and the external, or similar to sovev and mamale, how Hashem's light which surrounds worlds, which is the higher, deeper level, and then as it fills worlds, and. Uh, based and uh, we can also add further explanation of the specialty of learning Kabbalah and Primus HaTorah, the inner part of Torah, from what the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya Negeris HaKodesh, that although uh, we don't understand the uh, the uh, ideas of Kabbalah in a deep way, but still, uh, it's if parts of Kabbalah are explaining mitzvahs based on Said, based on the secrets of Torah, and, and learning this 
the depth of the mitzvah is no worse than learning the halachas of the mitzvah. So that's certainly special. And even other parts of Kabbalah, which discusses Seide Shalshlus, the chain of worlds and how Hashem's light descends down to us. So uh, that is the mitzvah of Yediyas Hashem, of knowing Hashem, which is a very special mitzvah. And therefore, it's very special to learn that part of uh, Kabbalah and Pnei Satara as well. Now, on it's true, though, that this is only one mitzvah, knowing Hashem, and there's another 612 other mitzvahs as well. And therefore, when we learn the halachas of all the other mitzvahs, that's also uh, very that's also very special. And we have to do a lot uh, of that. But still, learning Kabbalah, both the learning Kabbalah where it explains different mitzvahs and understanding about uh uh, how Hashem, Hashem Hashem interacts and creates worlds. That too is very special as the mitzvah of Yediyas Hashem. Okay, hey. Now we can explain the Gemara we, we quoted just earlier that, about dividing one's time in three. Learn one-third Tanakh, one-third Mishnah, and one-third Gemara. And mo- many of the Mepharshim had difficulty with this. The uh, Ran says it doesn't mean for one's whole life. Maybe at the the uh, beginning uh, of, uh, like the Rambam says, that uh, that uh, that there, so the Rambam says it doesn't mean literally to divide it in three. The Rambam says no, it does mean literally divide in three, but it's only at the beginning of your learning. But once you become more advanced, then you only you learn mostly Gemara and just from time to time look at Tanakh so you won't forget it. So according to the Ran, there's just three parts of learning Tanakh, Mishnah, and Gemara. It doesn't mean literally divide it equally in thirds. Whereas the Ram says yes, it does, but only at the beginning of your learning. Uh, but then the 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 phrase that the Gemara uses, Olam Yishalish, a person should always divide in three, doesn't fit well. And also uh, people, don't, people don't know how long they're going to live. It implies that you should, for your whole life, divide each day into three. Others answer, the Riv, quotes the Rameh, that this was only in earlier generations, not for us. But now, based on what the Altrev explains, it fits very well. Because at the beginning of one's learning, he should actually learn Tanakh for one third of the time. Uh, even though the Gemara is a lot longer, but yeah, you have to start off with learning a lot of Tanakh in order to uh, then be able to learn Gemara, which quotes from Tanakh. Then, once he knows Tanakh, so then he still learns one-third Tanakh, but included in Tanakh is Panimius HaTorah, the inner parts of Torah and Agada, things that inspire his soul, and therefore he keeps learning one-third of uh, what is included in the broader category of Tanakh. And Medrash Rabbah may also be included in this, even though in the Gemara it implies that, uh, that sorry, even though in Hamotar it implies that Medrash is uh, part of the uh, one-third Mishnah, but that's only Medrashim, which are halachic Medrashim, like Sifran, Sifri, etc. But there are uh, sources that uh, show that learning Medrash, which is more ag- Agadic Medrash, would be included in the one-third Tanakh because it's there not as uh, intellectual analysis, but uh, to provide uh, guidance and rebuke and inspiration, and that's therefore part of uh, the one-third Tanakh. And therefore, it makes sense for one's whole life. He learns one third, one third, one third, with halacha as part of Mishnah, and then Gemara as uh, the another third.
Now, this idea of dividing uh, the one's time into three is based on the uh, three worlds. We said that uh, but the Pasuk says, and Hashem says to my glory, I've created it, I've formed it, I've also made it. So the glory is Torah. And there is these three parts in the world of creation, Barasiv, I created it, Yitzarativ, I formed it, which is the world of Yitzira, and also Afasisiv, I also made it, which is the world of Asiya. Gemara, as we said before, is in the world of Bria, Mishnah in the world of Yitzira, and then Tanakh comes all the way down to the world of Asiya. And the reason it says Af also is to include the inner parts of Torah and Kabbalah, which is also included with Tanakh as the one-third Tanakh. Now, based on this, we can explain why uh, the Pneumis HaTorah, the inner parts of Torah, is compared to salt. And like we uh, said before, that salt on one hand by itself, it doesn't taste good, but it sweetens the meat. uh, That and the nigla parts of Torah, the revealed parts of Torah, are compared to bread and meat, uh, like uh, like we like we see that when it says about Chava, that now I have Adam says now I have someone like me, a bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. So this refers to Torah Shavuot, the oral Torah, which is compared to the mother, unlike Torah Shavuot, the written Torah, which is compared to the father, and. Uh, we uh, we we see other references to uh, linking um, um, meat with uh, Talmudic learning. So the re- revealed part of Torah is compared to meat, where we understand it properly. On the other hand, the inner parts of Torah, where we only know the facts, but we don't understand it in such a full way because it's beyond our experience. Uh, so uh, that is uh, like salt. Now, when Mashiach comes, uh, we'll understand the inner parts of Torah just like the nigla, just like the revealed parts. But right now, we don't yet do that. So it's like salt because by itself, it doesn't have flavor, meaning we don't understand it fully. But it does add flavor to the meat. Now, it says in Itatur that if a person has medrash but no halacha, he's never tasted wisdom. And if a person has halacha, not medrash, he's never tasted a, a, a sense of God-fearingness, of yerushchet. And the reason is because when you ha- medrash represents the inner parts of Torah, whereas halacha represents the revealed part of Torah. Without the revealed part of Torah, you haven't tasted wisdom because we don't really understand the inner part of Torah because it's beyond our uh, experience. Whereas without the inner part of Torah, we don't have yiras we don't we, we don't have uh, uh, the uh, fear of Hashem and and uh, uh, and uh, uh, fear of sin. Because yes, the inner parts of Torah, it's, we only have a ray. We don't actually have it fully, but it's a ray of something greater it's from Hashem's light itself. And even though it's only a ray, it brings to Yeras Shamayim to fear of heaven. Now it says that Chacham Adif Minavi, that a wise person is greater than a prophet. 
Now the prophet understands the 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 thing properly. He actually sees Hashem. He has a vision of Hashem. So he actually gets it fully. Whereas the chacham, he, the, the wise person, only understands it in his mind, but he hasn't actually seen it. So we could, if we compare them, we could say that the navi has hasagas uh, He actually understands the, the the concept, whereas the the chacham, the wise person, simply has yidias samatias. He knows the facts, but still, the wise person is greater. And similarly, the learning through learning primus atera, we, we reach something greater. Uh, because because, it, because the chacham, the wise person, can reach a higher level, understand the higher level, and yes, it's only a ray from that high level, but it's still something higher. And uh, like difference between bracha which is blessing and haida which is just uh, admitting and, and humbling oneself before hashem so yes a blessing is bringing the light down to us so that we can take it in whereas haida is simply admitting and 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 nullif- nullifying oneself before hashem but on the other hand with the blessing where what we yes we understand we take it in but it's only something limited whereas with uh, admission and self nullification we connect to essence and that's like kabbalah we're connecting to essence but we don't take it in fully uh, like a nigla as we do with the revealed parts of Torah. over the page onto the beginning of vav <clears throat> like we see that, that it, the halach is that if uh, both one's uh, parents and one's teacher lost something, so who do you, re- whose item do you return first? Who do, who's, do you do Hashem's first? First, the teacher. Even though the parents give the person the whole essence, he wouldn't exist without his parents. Whereas the teacher uh, only gives a, a ray of an idea. But still, that ray of an of an of an idea, it's something greater. It's Torah, and therefore the ray of Torah is greater than the essence of uh, of the physical person. And 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 this is like again, like the the, the learning the inner parts of Torah, which we only have a ray, we don't fully grasp it, but it's something greater, and therefore it has an advantage over the re- revealed parts of Torah. Now. Uh, in in uh, Masechta Seferim, it, it, quote, uh, it quotes uh, so the, in that, uh, and it's quoted in Erkeyakinoim it, it, that uh, Tanakh is compared to salt, and this fits with what we, we've explained before because salt is something which is beyond understanding, but it adds flavor to the whole thing. And this is also why salt is called Bris Elikecha, the covenant with Hashem. Because it's what creates this bond and uh, connection, this and a great love beyond intellect with Hashem, and that's like a covenant where you say, no matter what, no matter if it makes sense or not, I am committed to you, and bringing down this uh, great love into one's soul is through learning Torah because Torah connects one with Hashem and with Hashem's unlimited light, and is, and in particular, Primisa Torah. So now after a person's life, he's asked different questions. He's asked if he set time for Torah and if he uh, analyzed Torah in depth. But even after all that, the Gemara concludes that if he has Yerushamayim, if he has reverence of Hashem, then good. If not, then, then there's something awfully wrong. 
And it gives a martial parable of a person who uh, says to his uh, messenger, his attendant, uh, please bring me uh, some wheat. He went upstairs and got it. And he says, wait a sec, did you mix in some spices? He said, no. He says, without the spices, it's useless because it's going, it's going to go off. It would be better if you didn't bring it. So explanation spiritually is that the wheat represents Tehran, in particular the revealed part of Tehran. But the because the wheat, chita, is the numerical value of 22, which is the 22 letters of the Tehran, which is why at uh, Shavuos, when the Torah was given, we bring an offering of wheat. And the spices, which is like salt, it represents the Yerushalayim and the Kabbalah, the, the understanding and connecting to Hashem. So when we have the spices, then good. If not, it's it's all problematic. And now it uses it adds in the word for me. Did you mix in for me the spices? What does this word for me mean? That when we learn, uh, when we have Yerushalayim, uh, fear of heaven, so then we then it becomes Hashem's Torah. Then the wheat is not just wheat, it's Hashem's wheat. The Torah is not just academia, it's godly. And that's through the Yerushalayim. And whereas without that, there's something very basic missing a major problem. Okay, so in short... Uh, we have that when a when a person learns, so uh, he he uh, connects to Hashem, and uh, on one hand, learning nigla has an advantage because since we understand it better, we're bonding in a deeper way. Um, and then we go on to explain how with Tanakh and with Kabbalah, it's not so much about the understanding; it's about the holiness. And uh, based based on that. Uh, even someone who doesn't understand can still do the myths of learning Torah through reading words of Tanakh. And uh, and uh, this is the inner part of Torah, which connects us to the inner part of Hashem. And uh, this also explains how we should divide our time in three, because Tanakh includes also Kabbalah and Agadah. And uh, this is also the salt that when we have this element of of uh, holiness of Yerushalayim of uh, uh, which we, which is achieved through Kabbalah and, Ag- and, and Agada Agadata so then that uh, preserves uh, all our Torah learning that all of it should be holy not just uh, academia and information